want you to understand that when you have the gift of God, we've received the message from God, we've see, received teachings and stuff from the Lord. But it is important for you to understand that it is not just being part of the ministry or being part of the membership or being part of an organization that is so important. If you are part of an organization and you are not benefiting fully, it means it doesn't worth it. I happen to be uh, introduced to a company that deals with electricity, gas, and, and phones. And recently, because I relocated, it came to my notice when I was renegotiating or negotiating uh, for the transposition of the services to the new premises. And when I spoke to one of the consultants, they said that the, the, the tariff you are on is not the it's not the highest you can attain. And I say, how do I gain the highest? Because when you begin to gain the highest tariff, it means that you begin to get 10% of setting things off. And I've been with this organization for many years, and at the end of the day, I didn't know that you can benefit 10% of 10% off from some of the resources, uh, facilities you are using, which means that I end up paying 100% of what I am using, whereas I could have used 90% of it. So I asked him, I said, how do I get myself onto the high tariff to gain the 10% of the things I'm using? Which means that I'll only be paying for 90% rather than paying for 100%. Whereas the person who introduced me to this organization told me that this organization is the best organization you can get your, what do you call it, your, your services from. It is true that, it is, it is true, it is true. Say to your neighbor, it is true. Even though I registered with organization, it doesn't totally mean that they will provide me with the best price. Because one of the things you must do is that when I located myself in the organization, I had to try and find myself to gain the best out of it. Some of you are married to husbands and wife and you are not receiving the best out of them. How can you receive half of it when you can have the privilege of receiving the fullness of it? So I said to him, how do I get myself into the fullness of the benefit that I can maximize the resources I'm using and the payment I'm doing to the organization? It's that one of the things you are lacking is that if you take all our services, hallelujah, is that if you take all our services, then it qualifies you to get the fullness of the benefit. If you take all the world, the facilities from our company, and even the last one I had to take was a mobile phone, a, a SIM card, and the SIM card, what is trying to say to me, he said that if you pick the SIM card, you are going to pay 10% every month, and I promise you the 10% you are paying every month, the 10% of you are getting from your gas, electricity, and gas is more than 10%. So you can even take this card and not even use it at all, and you get the fullness of the benefit, which qualifies you the maximization of all our facilities. There are some of us who have come into the presence of God. We are gaining certain benefit from God, but because we are not obeying God in its totality, in its fullness, we have ended up not enjoying the fullness of the blessings of God. I am talking about maximizing. You can be under the, uh, you, you can sit under the feet of a pastor. You can sit in a ministry where us others will be benefiting more than you are benefiting because you chose to. 
He said, I want you to understand that as I'm a pastor here, the gift of God upon my life is that God has given the gift to me for you to maximize. Praise the Lord. Recently, I saw a lady I know very closely, and I've given certain things for her to do for me. And this lady could produce, she was cooking some meal, and I said to her, so you knew how to cook all of this, and you didn't let me know? I was, and you, you, you don't have to, in accounting, we have what we call undercast and overcast. When you undercast, it means that you could have achieved more, but you, just, you chose to limit yourself. Tell your neighbor, maximize. He said, I want you to submit. God is the chief shepherd. Jesus is the war, is the chief shepherd. And I want to just throw light on it before I dip down. In a verse number four of the chapter five of First Peter chapter, First uh, Peter chapter one, five, verse four, he said, When the chief shepherd appears. He wasn't referring just to any ordinary person. He wasn't referring to any other person. He was referring to the shepherd. He said, your reward is going to come to you when the chief shepherd appears. So as I'm standing here being your servant, being a servant of God, being your pastor, my reward is going to come from heaven. And the reward is going to come. It's a kind of reward that will not fade, which means that it is not subjected to any condition that can cause it to wear and tease. The Bible said, it said, when the chief shepherd appeared, I, your pastor, and the ministers, the pastoral team, and the leadership who have got giftings of God to help support you to grow, to benefit you to mature, he's saying that our reward will appear when the chief shepherd appears. So I am not doing this for nothing. I'm doing it because I'm waiting for my re- reward. Paul said, I've run the race and I've done all I have left with. But the one I'm waiting for is my crown. So as your pastor is standing here, I am not just providing services for free. I believe God has got a crown for me. Praise the Lord. So if you have got anything to benefit from what God has given to me, you must maximize it. Say to your neighbor, position yourself. Membership is a state of belonging to an organization or an agreement by which someone joins an organization. The effectiveness and the efficiency of membership is based on the shepherd. Your productiveness, your increase, your, your, your prosperity, your, your, your enlargement of course. Everything you are going, your prosperity, everything you are going to encounter is based on your shepherd. The fatness and the growth of a sheep is, is predicated on the shepherd. Praise the Lord. Been, I was looking at a particular dog who was not fed properly and was not growing properly. He, it, the dog was supposed to be very great, very huge. But because it hasn't got a good person to take care of it, it was not growing properly. How can you have a big dog and it is a small dog because you didn't feed it properly? Why? Because of the one feeding it. If you are in the church and you are not being fed properly, you can grow properly. You can become kwashioko. You know what kwashioko means? Unhealthy way of growing. So if you are under death, under, if God has brought you into this ministry, 
It is your responsibility to maximize. And we're going to look at it. Amen. The flock must be willing to be shepherd. The word shepherd also means pastor. It said in Psalm 23, they said, The Lord is my shepherd because God is my shepherd. I shall not want because of my shepherd. So if there are certain things going to happen in your life and you allow them to happen, whereas God has given the grace to the leadership of this house, it means that you chose to. Praise the Lord. I believe there was a time I was going to enter into a business and I saw one of the servants of this house and I said, I see the grace of God, the anointing of God over your life. Should I enter into this business or not? He said, yes, you can enter. We went to sleep in the middle of the night around 4 o'clock, 4 a.m. He phoned me and said, the Lord just told me don't go into that business. Hallelujah. The good thing about having a good shepherd, the Bible said David, when before Goliath, he said, I am somebody who is a shepherd. If the flocks are moving around and a tiger or a bear comes for it, I follow them and I open their mouth and I take what belongs to me. And the Bible said, when Saul had that, he said, this is a good shepherd. The problem or the challenge is not just having a shepherd, but having what? A good shepherd. Praise the Lord. When Peter and the apostles encounters the grace of Jesus in John chapter 1, John 21, verse 15, 17, it said, To whom shall we go to? Praise the Lord. Let's go to First Peter chapter 2, verse 24, 25. Look at me. I want to talk to you. Say, God protect me. I've seen many people who came to church and when they came under the anointing and the leadership, there are certain people who are about to embark on businesses. I tell them, don't take this business because God has given us a grace. The Bible said in 1 Peter 2, verse 24, 25, it says, Who himself bore our sin in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were all. It said, For you were like sheep going astray, but have now have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your world, of your soul. I told you many months ago, many years ago, I said the soul is made up of, of your mind, your will, and your emotions. So if you are not ready to enjoy the full benefit, he said what? He said, I want you to understand that you have, you are going astray. The reason, you, if you are under the dictatorship of a shepherd and you still go astray, it is your fault. Praise the Lord. Your will, what your pastor have been graced to do in your life is to help you manage your emotions, manage your will. The will is said, Jesus said, the will of my life is to do the will of my father. So if you don't allow yourself, you can be under the anointing. The Bible said there was a time Elijah spoke to the king and he said, tomorrow by this time, food is going to be sold cheaply. The servant said, if God should even open the windows of heaven and pour down the blessing, this word can never come to pass. The prophet said, you shall see it, but you will not enjoy it. It means that you are under the same climate of people who are receiving, but because of your attitude. 
in as much as it is good to have a good shepherd it is good to have a good word flock most of us and i've seen many people most young people in primary school the, their parents are so much uh happy and so excited about helping their children to grow properly and getting the best education and what happened when the children are in primary school they encourage the children pay some a lot of money to get them into into what we call to do the 11 plus they do the 11 plus they get entrance into into a grammar school and when they get there they don't excel why because they thought getting there will make them it is not just good to be in a good school but it's good to be a good student praise the lord you can be sitting i've taught many students in my life and in the same class i taught the same thing to this to a group of students but they gain different results because of their attitude how do i maximize my membership in the church how do i maximize the gift of god upon the life of the servants listen to me if you i have heard a man of god say many times and i've experienced it myself there are times members of this house begin to do things and i call them i said don't do this not too long ago there was one of the members i just saw i said lady as I look at you right, the Lord is telling me that a gentleman who is coming into your life and he's just going to ruin your life. This no money can buy it. It is a gift of God that I've been given to the shepherd to support the flock. Immediately he said, yes, pastor, that guy is trying to get in. I said, get him out. Praise the Lord. There are times some people are going to get married and we tell them this one that you are going, you have to pray into it and do this. They said, no, we are not ready to succumb to you. If you are not ready to succumb to the authority, the anointing, the grace of God given to us, you are not going to enjoy it. Praise the Lord. Who put, that is why when the first scripture we read, it said the, the shepherd is responsible, must be responsible, must do it not gradually, but willingly. Which means that everything I'm doing to every member of this house, God will ask me to give account of it. So I am not in for my... Some of you think that because of my position, I can just say anything to you anyhow. God will hold me responsible. And believe me, it is easier for you to be disliked by men or have trouble with a man. But if you have trouble with God, the reason why I don't sin is not because of you as my members of the church. It's because of how God will deal with me. There was a time I went through some difficult moments in my life and I realized that music doesn't make one happy. Ice cream doesn't make one happy. I realized that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Praise the Lord. It is not gift that happiness and joy comes from God. It is spiritual. Praise the Lord. I remember there was one of the members of this ministry. Early in the morning, I met us. I said, come, come, come here. I want to say something to you. I said, whilst I just saw you, the Lord just... I remember many years ago, my, let me say this. Right. My late father saw me and said, son, I need some doors to be open for me. Immediately, he said that something came upon me. And they call it anointing. Say anointing. It came upon me like that, and I said, Father, God said I should touch your hand. I touched his hand. I said, touch your pocket. He was so religious. He stuck, he stuck his hands in the pocket. I said, I'm waiting for the breakthrough. The following morning, doors open. These are not things that are not orchestrated by men. It has been orchestrated by what? By God. Praise the Lord. 
There was a lady who had a dream many years ago. She said, I had a dream and I saw this and I saw that and all that. I said, uh, this lady said, I saw myself having, having a baby. I saw a baby with three knives. And I saw the baby holding on tightly. Immediately the person said, I said, the Lord opened my eyes and I saw. I said, your desire in life is you want to have three children. That is what it's meant by the three knives. As I spoke to the woman, she said, I've been buried and I've been waiting for my baby for quite too long. I said, because God revealed, I rebuke the hand of the one that is holding back your babies. Immediately the woman became pregnant and gave birth to her children. No amount of medical advice can provide this except God. Praise the Lord. How can you enter into the wrong activity? There, was, there were times in my life when I'm going for an interview. I phoned my spiritual covering, my spiritual father. I said, Father, I'm going for the interview. interview. And I, <laughs> you make your life so difficult. The Bible said, he said, he caused me to lie down. He caused me to lie down. In the responsibility of the shepherd is to make sure that you get, you get fresh vibes. Praise the Lord. Get what? Fresh. You get, <laughs> Hallelujah. I spoke to one of the grace of God released into my life. I said, I'm going for an interview. What did he say? He said, okay, I pray for you. And the way he prayed for me, I felt the anointing enter into me. I'm talking about how to tap into the word, the anointing and the gift of God. This gentleman prayed with me. I said, he said, I feel God is going to do something. I phoned the person. I said, hello. Oh, they said I should go and come back in a few hours. They'll call me two days after. He said, congratulations. I said, no, I didn't say I got a job. I said, they said I should call back. In, they will call me back in two hours. Immediately, I put the phone down. He, he said, congratulations. Why? Because he can see some things in the spirit. Immediately, I hand over the phone, the company phone. They said, we thank you for coming for the interview. You've got a job. You Listen, let me tell you a secret. The Bible said that Jacob calls his sons. Listen to me. The Bible said Jacob calls his 12 sons. And I believe that those days, it was no big room like this. It was small room. He chucked all of them in a small room and sat down. <laughs> he said, come, one after the other. I will tell you what will happen to you in this room when you go out. I will determine your life in a small room by my words. It's a ruby. That was my beginning. The beginning of my strength. You shall be unstable like water. Why? Because it did. You jump and slept with your father's wife. Your behavior and attitude control what God wants me to say to you. Praise the Lord. It is not your land. It is not your education. It is the prophetic word that God has released upon your life. So if you are in the church where I remember a member applied for something for the daughter somewhere. For a son or daughter. And they, they have delayed and delayed and the thing is not coming. Then one Friday, the person came for a prayer meeting. I said, the Lord just opened my eyes. He said, the application is successful. Go and sleep and sleep well. Some of you are having sleepless nights because you worry so much. You don't believe in the grace given to you. Praise the Lord. It is not by might. It is not by power. But because God, if you have to be great in life, it depends on the shepherd that God has provided for you. How do I maximize my relationship? 
how do i relate to the gift of god praise the lord let's go to ephesians because of time let's go to ephesians chapter 4 verse 8 to 13 thank you jesus are you there it said therefore i say when he ascended on high he led captivity all captive and gave gift to all to men now these he ascended what does it mean that what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lowest part of the earth he who descended also the one who ascended far above all the earth that he might feel all things and he himself gave some to be apostles some to be prophets some to be evangelists and some to be pastors and some to be teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the world ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God to a perfect man to the measure of war of the stature of the fullness of Christ look at me the first thing you have to do to receive the anointing the grace of God over the shepherd over the gift that God has given to you the first thing is that receive your gift from God number one for you to benefit from the shepherd you must receive him the verse number eight says he he gave word gift unto men god has given me as your pastor it's a gift to you you have to receive me as a gift tell your neighbor receive him as a gift when you well, during christmas time when your children you buy them gift you bought them gift you bought them gift we are three now mama and we are many my mother's children we are three my father's children we are 21 22 when my, father, my mother buys her stuff, he writes my name on it, Benjamin. Write the name of my brother, Solomon. Write the name of my sister, Mercy. Then when he gives the gift to us 20 feet, do you think she, she can take it back the following day? That when you give gift to somebody and you go, no, sorry. Even, even there are times you give the wrong gift to the, to the wrong person. And even when you're going for it, you're afraid. Why? Because it is your gift. When you have a gift given to you by, by God, I'm your pastor. I am your gift. This is not, somebody's gift is not your gift. This is what you have been given by God. Receive me as your all. Praise the Lord. So the first thing you do, according to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 8, it said, therefore, I, therefore he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, and he gave gift to men. I'm one of the gifts he has given to you. Tell your neighbor, take him as your gift. So I am the gift God has given to you. If you receive me properly, you will receive the fullness of it. The Bible says, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you will receive the prophetic grace. How do you receive your pastor? I remember many, many years ago, there was one of the members. I was going to take something from his car. Immediately I got there, he opened the boot. I tried to pick it. I said, no, pastor, you can't pick it. You are my gift. I have to treat you like my gift. Praise the Lord. Number two. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 12. The first thing you do is you receive me as your word, as your gift. You personalize it. This is for me. You may not be, uh, 
I may not be wearing a high heel and wearing some nice suit and no, you know, I may not have the biceps and the triceps and the massage and the things others have got. I am your gift. I look so young, but this is your gift. Tell your neighbor, that is my gift. He said, we beseech you, brethren. We do what? We beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish all you. Let's do the Amplify. Now we ask, now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to appreciate those who diligently work among you. I want to expand it. Recognize, acknowledge, and respect your leaders who are in charge over you in the Lord and who give you all instructions. The word admonish means to warn, reprimand. Praise the Lord. Does your pastor reprimand you? Does he instruct you? Does he tell you things? Yes. To know them means truth and fact. You can't know somebody you don't spend time with. How do I get to know my pastor? How do I get to know the gift? You get to know the gift when you get closer to the gift. You don't come late to church to know the gift. You will not partially know the gift. You have to be consistent, you have to be regular, you have to be persistent, and you have to be approachable. You must be continuous. Not only being selective, being selective and choosy as to which meetings you go to. If you want to receive the fullness, there are certain things I can't talk to people until I meet them outside church. Praise the Lord. So every level and the flavor you get, praise the Lord. If you have to know your pastor, there are certain times when coach came around and he was preaching. Didn't you see some of the things he was saying are some of the things I do? You have to be able to know your pastor. You have to be able to know him. You have to be able to know your gift. You have to be able to know the gift that God has given to you. You have to know it. If somebody gives you a gift and you accept it, it doesn't mean you know it. If somebody gives you a gift of iPhone and you receive it, it doesn't mean you know how to operate it. When you receive it wholeheartedly, you must learn how to operate it and by spending time with it. Praise the Lord. Spending time means being diligent and attentive. When you come to church and your phone must be off, you have to let your phone be off. And some people come to church and they sleep. You can know your pastor when you are sleeping. And another person, some people also yawn. Oh, hello. <laughs> you can yawn if you, it's, it's a sign of boredom. You are attentive. When I go to programs and I want to receive from the gift, I follow the gift attentively. The problem of the man at the pool of Bethesda was that he wasn't attentive. He was sitting under the gift, but was not attentive. Say to your neighbor, be faithful. If by any chance you are not in church, you are listening to the podcast. You listen. There are certain people I follow. Certain people I follow. Sometimes I'm able to tell the, um, the, the membership of that church, I'm able to tell them what their pastor says. I know more than they know. How can members outside the church know more about your pastor? Praise the Lord. In John chapter 10 verse 4, 
to 5, it said, And when he brings out his own sheep, and when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follows him. For they know his word, his voice. You must know the voice of your pastor. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter, chapter 16, 17, 18, 19, Peter's, Jesus said, Peter, who do people say I am? He said to the disciples. And they were describing him by what people dictated Jesus to be. And he said, who do you think that I am? Who do you say I am? And the Bible said, Peter said, thou was a son of the living God. And the Bible said, Jesus said, this was revealed to you, not by the flesh and blood, but by my father. There are certain things, it comes to you by revelation. Praise the Lord. The third point, let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 13. Let's go to 13. So the first one is that you must receive him and you have to know him. Verse 13 says that, and to, when you read it, we've done 12 already. And 12 said, we urge you, brothers, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. The 13 said, and to esteem them very well, highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among what? Yourself. The third thing you have to do is to esteem the gift. Esteem the gift. Say to your neighbor, esteem the gift. The word esteem means to respect and admire. Have you ever seen a, la- a guy admiring a lady before? Or a lady admiring a guy before? The way they smile, they make him, they make him, they make him become more. They create an, an environment of responsiveness. Praise the Lord. You don't even want to eat it. Have you ever been served by somebody who was so nice to you, admiring you so much that you decide to pick one just because of the smile of the person? Some people come to church and the way I, when you see their countenance, it's like, Pastor, we want to leave the church now. We want to go home, finish quickly. If you want to receive a, a, a message from God, the way you even look at the gift, the way you stare at the gift, God, talk to me, God, talk to me. Talk to me. Don't, you, you don't take your eyes off. Praise the Lord. How do you esteem the gift of God? You can't attract the things you don't respect and honor. Tell your neighbor, respect it. Esteem it. Love is an instruction. It's an action where you can tell me you love somebody and you do so little for him. Assuming your wife tells you every morning, I love you, I love you. She doesn't clean the house, she doesn't clean the utensils. And you, the husband also tells you, I love you, I love you so much. Every time he comes, he doesn't pay the bills, he doesn't do anything in the house. All he does is, I love you, I love you so much. Every morning, I love you so much. What would you tell him? Get out of my house. Praise the Lord. Love is an action where you have to love your pastor. You have to love the gift. You have to know how to attract the gift. The Bible said there was a woman who saw Jesus coming from afar. And the Bible said all her savings she bought an alabaster ball. Pour it on the feet of Jesus. Jesus said from today, wherever the gospel will be preached, your name will be mentioned straight away. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, esteem the gift. The Bible said there was a prophet who was passing by. So uh, the lady saw this prophet. He said, I like the way you walk around every time. I will talk to my husband. Spoke to the husband. They got the, the prophet a nice place. The prophet was called Elisha. And the Bible said that when the prophet was treated nicely, kindly, the Bible said he asked a question. He said, what does this woman want? Some of you, there are certain people 
you have to know how to esteem the gift. Praise the Lord. Esteeming the gift means you are also coming with expectation. Putting pressure on the world, on the gift. Praise the Lord. Because of time. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1. You have to know how to attract the gift. I'm teaching this because sometimes we assume too much. The reason why Jesus chose Peter, he showed some kindness to Jesus. The Bible said, Someone tell your neighbor, learn to show kindness. Hallelujah. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1. It said, finally, brothers and sisters, the Amplified. Brothers and sisters, pray continually for us that the word of the Lord will spread rapidly and be honored, triumphantly celebrated and glorified. Just as it was with you. Praise the Lord. One of the things you do to receive the gift in its fullness, you have to pray for the gift. Some of you don't pray for pastor. You don't pray for the gift. Come say to your neighbor, pray for the gift. Come on, say to your neighbor, pray for the gift. One of the ways you can pray, sometimes when the traffic light goes red, remember to pray for pastor. When it turns green, continue. You must consciously, deliberately make an effort to pray for your pastor. How many of you have ever prayed for me before? If you want to, he said, there are some things that, but have, you, have you ever come for any of the services? And I say, I can, the Lord is telling me something, but it's not clear. <laughs> it's not clear. It is there, but it's not clear, which means that some things are not flowing freely. Praise the Lord. You must pray for your pastor that when he sees you, God, when I come to this atmosphere, when I come into this terrain, may the gift of God flow through him word freely. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, pray for your pastor. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 19, Paul said, And for me, that the, ut- the utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the kingdom, of the gospel. Some of you must know the mystery. The mysteriousity of the gospel must be rendered in the spirit of your pastor to make it plain and simple. The simplicity of the gospel of the mysteriousity of God must be made available to your pastor. Colossians chapter 4 verse 3, it said, At the same time, pray for us too, that God will open a door of opportunity to us for the word, to proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I have been warned in prison. Let's go to Galatians chapter 6, verse 6 to 7. The Bible said, Let him who is taught... The word share in all good things with him who teach. He said, do not be what? Deceive. God cannot be mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth that, will he also reap. You have to pray and you have to share. I have, I have ministered to people outside this country. And there are some, of the, some people, anytime they contact you, 
There are people locally also. Anytime they contact you, they want to tell you problem. They don't share in good things. Praise the Lord. Some people listen to the podcast outside the country. They call and say, Pastor, I enjoyed the message. It was a blessing to me. It made doors open for me. If you are sharing with a good thing, you have to share. Praise the Lord. When you feed a sheep properly and they give birth, they are telling you the feeding is good. When you feed a sheep and you give them good food and their babies are, are not growing properly, there's a problem with the sheep. Praise the Lord. All this is not you, all this is to help you to receive the word, the gift. Maximizing the word. Maximizing the word, the gift. The pastoral team, when you see them and you honor them, the leadership, you honor them. They are, they are different people now. The people who tell you that we are all equal. Yes, we are all human beings. When you cut us, blood will come out. But there are certain things that God cannot do with except through certain people. My spiritual father told me, point by, he said, son, because I am your father, because you are my spiritual father, son, there are some things God cannot bypass me and do it in your life. The Bible said that God called Samuel. And the Bible said the voice of God was the voice of Eli. You have no idea. There are some things that you can provoke when you share. Tell your neighbor when you share. You have to share. You have to share. Tell your neighbor, share. It's not you are not you are sharing not because you have excess, but because you believe that what is upon him can give you what you can provide. Praise the Lord. I remember there was a time somebody phoned me, somebody who shares a lot. Shares uh, it's not that we are discriminating, we don't discriminate, but you know, it's that that's what it is. Amen. The Bible said that Jacob he said what he said, I want you when. Isaac, he said, I want you to get me venison. Do you know what he said will bless you? That my soul will bless you. Praise the Lord. The person showed kindness to me and I, the person was in trouble. And immediately, let me not even say that. There was a time I was going through something difficult, challenging. I have people I saw into their ministry. And when I'm in trouble and they are praying for me, the prayer is different. <laughs> it's not discrimination, though, but <laughs> it is different. Do you know, when Lazarus was dying, do you think if it was any other person, Jesus would bother? There were some who came to him and said, show kindness to my son. He said, we don't give food to the dogs. But Pete, when it was Lazarus, he went there. Praise the Lord. You have to know how to attract the word, the gift. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4, verse 9. I'm finishing in two minutes. I'm done. He said, The things which you learned and received and had and saw in me, these two, and the God of peace will be with war with you. Point number six copy or imitate the gift imitate the word the gift when pastor is saying that they are, you pray like this you do it like this you do it you study like this i study like this i pray like this i learn like this copy 
when I started ministry, I remember there was a time the man of God who said, Lift your hands up. And they lifted. They said, On my right hand hand, I feel the anointing coming on my, on my right hand side. It's coming, it's coming. Then somebody will fall under the anointing. When I was also growing, I also come and stand in front of people. I said, Lift your hand up. I see the anointing of God coming on my right hand side. It's coming, it's coming. Before I realized somebody was also under the anointing, I see it's working. It's coming. I'm copying. You copy. He said, The thing that you have seen me do and try, copy, copy. Said your neighbor, copy. Oh, pastor said, I, 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 I fast. I, a week, I try to fast one. Don't say, no, me, I'm not, me, I'm not fasting. Copy, copy. If you can't fast the whole day, five, two hours. Copy, copy, copy. Say to your neighbor, imitate. If I show you wrong things to do, get, I, I'm going to give account before God. So I must make sure that you are copying the right things. Praise the Lord. The last one that we are done. That's my favorite one. Hebrews chapter 2 verse Are you playing? Hebrews chapter 2 verse 2 The last one and we are done He said therefore We ought to give More what? Endless yield To the things which we have heard Lest at any time We should let them all sleep When you come to church And the gift is given to you I'm preaching the word of God Some of you immediately I was preaching Oh, what is this? I know it all. You don't. Uh, why must I share? Oh, you are. <laughs> why must I share? What, what, what is this? Yeah, what, what is that? Yeah, uh, what, 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 what is it? If you want to benefit the gift, if I don't teach you this, God will ask me. You said they didn't do it. Is it the Bible said they know not because they've not been taught. You want to. You want to, he said, the fruit, he said, what? Give heed to the gift. When you are taught, listen, respect, honor. In Amplify said, for, the, for this reason, that is because of God's final revelation in the Son Jesus and because of Jesus' priority to the angels, we must pay close attention than ever for the things that we have heard. So that we do not in any ways drift away from the truth. Stand on your feet. When you are taking ye to something, it means you are attentive. You are paying attention. Hold the hand on somebody. We are finishing right now. We are finishing right now. This is... You want to pray in two seconds, three minutes. The Father from today, may this one receive the gift. Father, from this day, oh God, may they esteem the gift. May they obey. May they take heed. Begin to pray for them. Begin to pray for them. Come on, begin to pray for them. There are doors that must be opened in your life because of the gift given to you. The doors that are shut. God, amplify the gift you have given to me. Accept me as your gift. Accept the gift. In the name of Jesus. My God, my Father, may we receive the gift you have given to us. May we know the gift of God. 
I pray this day in the name of Jesus, may we esteem the gift. I pray this day, may we pray for the gift of God. I pray this day, oh God, may we begin to share every good thing of God. May we begin to imitate. May we begin to take heed in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray that may I refuse not to be growing. May I grow. May I mature. May my ministry manifest. May my children change as we come into this ministry. May the gift provide for us everything we are lacking. In the mighty name of Jesus, may we obey. May we submit in the name of Jesus. Put your hand on your chest. There are some of us, doors are not opening because we are not esteeming the gift. I pray for you under the sound of my voice that from today you will maximize every gift of God given to you in the name of Jesus. Every relationship, every financial breakthrough, everything you have, may God cause it to maximize it in the name of Jesus. I pray today that may you be not in a place where you can benefit and you are not. Today, you are benefiting in the name of Jesus. I pray today that anything you are lacking, may God provide for you in the name of Jesus. I pray that the shepherd of your life, as I stand here, may you not eat dry grass in the name of Jesus. May you lie in green pastures in the name of Jesus. I bless you with all spiritual blessing. In heavenly places, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you are blessed, you are blessed, and every part of your life is going to be maximized in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord, and we thank you. Cause us to have a great week that our life will never be the same. In the mighty name of Jesus, somebody shout a big amen. Shall we share the grace? May the 